Welcome back, my friends, to the D-Rate the Hate podcast. I am Wilk from Wilksworld.com, and this is going to be episode 46 of our podcast. Now, we did not create the hate, but with your help, we can derate the hate. Bettering the world one attitude at a time, that's exactly what we're here to do. The first thing I want to ask is, what have you done today to make your life a better life? What have you done today to make the world a better place? It's up to us as individuals to do just that. And tonight we're going to be talking about you are the only person that can make you a better you. Now, why do I say that? I kind of want to step back to something that was said in last week's episode when I interviewed Dr. Alana Fishbein from uh, No Left Turn in Education. And what she said was, are you a racist? I, I mean, we all know like, if you're a racist person, which... You know, being being racist is is absolutely horrible, and all reasonably minded people agree on that. But there there's a there's a movement out there that that labels almost everything with which they disagree as racist, and we know that that's happening. But are you racist? Because if you're racist, you know you're racist. There, there's no question about it. And, and look in the mirror. Are you racist? Are you a bad person? Because if you are, you know it, and only you can fix that, right? So. The reason I bring this up is because there's a lot going on this week that has really stood out in my mind. There's actually a couple different things going on, uh, whether it be in the news or in my personal life, that I, I really just wanted to talk about tonight. And it really falls in line with the, the derating the hate concept. I mean, bettering the world one attitude at a time, and that's starting with us as individuals. And the the, the fact is, is Let's just put it this way. There are forces out there, and we, we talked about it in last week's episode, and I've talked about it before, and we're going to kind of blend a few different things here together, but the idea that there there are forces out there that are and have a vested interest in keeping people divided, keeping people mad, keeping people depressed and sad, and, and, and which obviously this is a very, very sad and disgusting thing in and of itself. But you combine that with the cancel culture and the different things that are going on. I mean, this week we had and we saw the we saw Dr. Seuss attacked. I mean, Dr. Seuss is and and has been a staple in in children's learning for decades in this country. And the reality is, is maybe there were some things that that happened and, and, and certain stereotypical things that happened way, way back in the past. And that's going to be that's going to be the case with almost everything. So unless you're ready to cancel absolutely everything, you better get a grip on reality because certain things are, are just going to have to be tolerated. If we're going to be a tolerant society, we can't just tolerate what what you like and we can't just tolerate whatever the social norms are today. We have to realize that there are things that happened in our past that may not be that great. But we can't continue to cancel everything that happened in the past because it doesn't fit with the social norms of today. Um, another thing that was happening this week that just absolutely blew my mind, Mr. Potato Head. I mean, if your life is so brutally unhappy and, and miserable that you're going to attack the gender of a children's toy, like a Mr. Potato Head, 
or the very concept of a gender of the toy uh, uh, of it, whether it be it a Mr. Potato Head or a Mr. Mrs. Potato Head or a Ms. Potato Head or, or whatever. I got to say, if if you're such a miserable person that that is on your priority list of things to do, you you might want to look in the mirror. Just just like we talked about with, with uh, Dr. Fishbein last week. Look in the mirror. And, and and I don't mean look in the mirror and, and ask if you're racist. I mean look in the mirror and ask if you're miserable. Uh, are you miserable? Are you that unhappy that you have to start attacking children's books and children's toys f- that have been that have been a staple in in households for for decades and decades? I think it's something people really need to think about. And the reason that I uh, well well part of the reason that I bring this up is. There's something my my wife and I are doing, and it, as a part of a, a a church we're loosely affiliated with, and and it, it's the Red Letter Challenge. Uh, it's a 40 day thing during the the season of Lent. That and, and anybody who knows the Bible or, or or has read the Bible knows that there's red letters and and certain parts of the Bible that are are written in red, and and that's the Word of God. That's uh, that's God speaking, and the Red Letter Challenge is is really really a way to uh, bring people closer to God and the Word of God, okay? And and it's something that we're doing, and each day there's there's different things that we read and different things that we do, and I'm not going to get too far into that because that's something that, that we're working on and that's, that's totally separate from this podcast, but over the past couple days— Two of the things, two of the themes for for the past couple days were, you know, judgment and judgmentalism. I don't even know if judgmentalism is a word, but I might have just made that up. But the and 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 being forgiving, you know, being a forgiving person and and knowing that uh, we we were forgiven of our sins. If if you're a Christian and that's fine if you're not, because this still applies. But uh, we were forgiven of our sins, and far too many people look at the church as being judgmental, and that drives certain people away. But we have to learn forgiveness because there is a there's a lot of uh, of things in this world that people need to be forgiven of, and that means all of us. If we are judgmental and and don't have that ability to forgive, then where are we as a society? And what I'm seeing today. Especially in the news and 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 with this whole cancel culture thing, it is just so beyond sickening that that I just I just can't I can't understand how we continue on from here as a civil society when people of today start judging people of the past by today's standards, and then if they don't agree with those people from the past. They just want to completely cancel them out, destroy them, uh, wipe them away in, in the in the doldrums of history, and, and make sure that nobody can see it ever again. Well, anybody with half a brain knows that that by erasing history, you're bound to repeat it. the The fact is, is there's a lot of good that is being erased with the canceling of people of the past. And and I know there, there's there's a debate as to whether uh, as to whether it was the current administration that had anything to do with the putting the kibosh on Dr. Seuss uh, or, or or whatever. And, and I don't want to get into that, and I don't really care. 
uh, you know, the, the Dr. Seuss Society um, says that they had made this decision long before now and whatever. I, I really don't care. It doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter who was putting the screws to them, who, who, was, who was putting pressure on them. It's wrong. It's wrong. And, and the reality is, if you want to put a little disclaimer on there, now I was watching a show the other day. I've got a little television in my bathroom that's hooked up to an antenna, and I get a show. I get, I get a. I get a station called Decades, and I think this is an absolutely awesome station because I never watch television. I think most of the stuff on television nowadays is absolute garbage, but I watch Decades because it's got a lot of old stuff on there that you're never going to see anywhere else but on that station, Decades. And one of the things that was on there the other day when I was in the shower was an old um, uh, Dean Martin roast. And they were roasting Jimmy Stewart and some of the some of the biggest names in comedy from back in the in the sixties and the seventies were on that roast. And I think I stood in my bathroom and just watched it and laughed for I don't even know how long. And uh, and my wife must have thought I was nuts because I'm in there and I'm standing in the bathroom by myself laughing. And you know what? It was absolutely awesome. But when that show came on. There was a disclaimer on there that said something to the effect of this this has uh timely or or uh, may you know viewer discretion advised because there's there's references cultural references to the days uh today's gone by and or something to that effect I don't even know because I mostly drown that stuff out because I think it's nonsense you know I I think it's I think it's too bad that you know they've got this viewer discretion advised and and recently we saw that that whole thing with the muppets viewer discretion advised okay now how does this all relate to you making you a better you okay well the reality is this if you think you have a problem if you think you're a racist if you think you're a misogynist if you think you're a, a some kind of a scumbag you know what that's on you to fix that but somebody telling you that you're a bad person or constantly telling you that you're evil or you're racist or you're this or you're that, let's be real. That, that's really not going to do, it's not going to have the desired effect that those people want. So I think they're probably just trying to divide. Whatever they are trying to do is not going to have the desired effect because it's really not going to have any kind of positive outcome. So if they're looking for a negative outcome, I suppose they can get there. And the same goes, you know, conversely, uh, like I talked about with, with Dr. Fishbein last week, when you're constantly calling somebody a victim, and, I, and I've talked about this in previous episodes too, the per- perpetual victim mentality, when you're constantly telling somebody that they're a victim and that somebody else is their oppressor just because of their skin color, you're setting that person up for failure. So, so constantly blaming everything on racism when there's, in reality, there's very few you know, racists out there. there there's going to be certain racist things that pop up in, in any society. But the reality is we live in the least racist country and the best country on the planet. When you're constantly telling one group of people they're oppressed and they call on the other group of people the oppressor because of their skin color, and, and, and now you're canceling kids' cartoons and you're, you're putting viewer discretion advised on the Muppet show and and you're 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 burning uh Dr. Seuss books or taking them out of publication because of of something that happened in the 1930s quite honestly that's not going to have the desired effect that's not going to do anything good for anybody all you're doing is 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 destroying the legacy of somebody you're claiming to protect 
all you're doing is building animosity in the people that have uh, have used those tools for decades to uh, to help their kids get into reading. Things that made us all laugh as a child that now are suddenly offensive because it's the social norm to be offended by everything. That's not the way that this works. That's not the way that any of this works. And, and, and it will never work. You know, the great economist Thomas Sowell said it best when he says, Racism is not dead, but it is on life support. Kept alive by politicians, race hustlers, and people who get a sense of superiority by denouncing others as racists. Only you can make you a better you. And by making you a better you, you can make the world a better place. But by trying to destroy everything that people have been used to their whole lives, that's not going to make anybody a better anybody. So if you take a look in the mirror and any of this has hit home for you and any of it stings just a bit, look in that mirror and and you may want to check that attitude, check that judgmental attitude and think a little bit more about forgiveness. Because quite honestly, it's really up to you to make you a better you, and that will make the world a better place. And like I always ask, what have you done today to make your life a better life? What have you done today to make this world a better place? It's really up to you. It's up to you to make you a better you, and that'll make the world a better place. So with that, I'm going to dive into this week's feel-good story. Uh, When I don't have an interview to do, I'm going to tell you a good news story, a feel-good story. And this one comes out of Massachusetts. Now, a couple of high school girls in, in Melrose, Massachusetts, that uh, that like to frequent the La Cuchara, uh coffee shop there in Melrose, and, and I hope I'm saying that right, um, they, they thought, you know, if, if someone comes in and they forget their wallet or they're having a rough day, uh, how can we get them a free cup of coffee? So they kind of gave it a twist and started this little pay it with a post-it campaign where they've got like a, a, a little post-it board uh, up in the uh up in the in the La Cuchara coffee shop there and it, it when they when somebody goes up and they they go to buy their little sandwich or their muffin or, or coffee or whatever it is and they want to pay it forward somehow to somebody else that may not be able to get their coffee that day they can buy you know buy a little cup of coffee and put it on a post-it note uh well put the credit for the coffee on a post-it note and put it on that board and then somebody that comes in there if they don't have some you know if they don't have their wallet or or they can't afford a muffin that day whatever the case may be they can grab that little post-it and then maybe the next time they're coming in they can uh they can grab that little post-it i thought it was a really cool story so high school seniors in melrose massachusetts Catherine mccarran and michaela sim check i think something like that you'll have to look at the uh you'll have to just click on the link in the show notes and uh and maybe you can pronounce that better than i can because i'm not really sure and i'm sure i butchered it a little bit but but you know a couple of seniors doing a good thing started this pay it with a post-it campaign at the lakachara in uh in melrose and and it's it's that kind of thing doing good deeds good deeds for good people uh, I love stories about you know ordinary people doing extraordinary things, and I thought it was kind of a neat little thing that they're doing. So I wanted to bring it to your attention, and if you want to hear more about it or see more about it, check out the link in the show notes. It'll be there. So with that, I am going to wrap up this week's episode. We do have a lot of great things coming up with uh, you know with some more interviews over the next few weeks, and. Uh, you know, always keep checking back. If you got something to tell me, if you want to give me some feedback on something I said, send me a message at Wilkesworld. Uh, Wilk at Wilkesworld.com is my email. And uh, you can find me on all the, uh, on, on most social media platforms and, and send me a message there. We do have some new, neat things on our deratethehate.com website too. Check those out. So when you get out there, be kind to one another, 
Be grateful for everything that you've got. And remember, it's up to you to make each and every day the day that you want it to be. So with all that, like I said, hit me up on uh, on the email, wilk at wilksworld.com. Check me out on most social media platforms. Subscribe wherever you get your audio. That's a big help. Leave us some feedback and uh, and share us with your friends. That, that That's the best thing that you can do for me. So uh, with that, I'm going to back on out of here and uh, 